It's the calm before the storm. I can feel. Do you feel her buzzing? It's you, Jitsmas Eve. Jitsmas Eve, Eve, dude. Yeah. Do you feel it? I do feel it in the I, air. Do you hear a hum? Definite buzz. There's sirens. Action. It's, it too. sounds a lot like a fire engine. It's all the ambulances getting ready for the people that have to roll with you two guys tomorrow. Oh, dear God. <sighs> I have that two or three out there. Stack them up, dude. Two oh. or three body bags deep. <laughs> yeah. Just load them into the fucking truck. The ambulances are just going to play drowning pool. Let the bodies hit the floor instead of the actual ambulance sound. <laughs> They're going to be all spread out in the parking lot like a fucking Asian guy's in a uh, McDonald's parking lot in my neighborhood <laughs> in the middle of the night. Just like hoods open, revving their engines, blasting their sirens. I can't fucking wait. Tomorrow we get some fucking new belts at jujitsu. Oh, by the way, Sid the fucking kid is here. What's up? Or as I, I put some fucking respect on that name. He's Sidney the Kidney. Hell yeah. <laughs> his, his full name. I don't abbreviate shit with this guy. Thanks for being here with us, dude. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, we're excited to be here. You're getting your fucking blue belt tomorrow. Yeah. It's yeah, already sure. earned, right? It is. There's no test. It's already paid in full, dude. It's sick, man. I've mastered white belt, and I'm ready to move on. Fuck. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm, like, I, I told you already that I named the belt. I don't think you told me that. Yeah, I named I'm name, I named my white belt. What was your white belt's name? War Cloud. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Isn't that the guy that uh, beat up the porn star? I hope so. No, it was War Machine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, that was uh, Sydney Gann. <laughs> What's yeah. the blue belt's name? I, I'm not going to name it until I'm getting the purple Ooh. belt. Oh, you got to feel it first. Oh, yeah, feel it. You gotta, it's it's got to yeah. earn a name. I see. Yeah. Because I, I bought my own purple belt because I, I felt bad about just giving them my size. and Because, like, at the end of the day, like, someone at the school has to, like, go online and, like, order belts. So I was like, ah, I'll just I'll just buy mine and give it to them. Yeah. Um, so I thought you were like sitting there in your house, just like staring the belt down, like the belts on the coffee table. You're just like pacing back and forth, staring <laughs> at it. What the fuck's up? Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm a, uh, I didn't buy my belt. Like when I got that message, it, was, it really threw me off. I was like, what? People buy their own belt? Yeah, it threw me off too. And I just like melted down and went online and bought one. Yeah. No, I like, I went to Heather. I was like, is, am I supposed to buy my belt? She's like, you know, some people just want fancy belts. Oh man. And I was like, no, give me belt. Mm. I want belt brand belt. <laughs> you know like it's like in my mind like the Hart family is like making them in their basement yeah yeah you know, they're, they're like, pulling them off yeah, a roll like, yeah, I, I want sparks that. flying that's the belt I want I uh yeah I got one and I was happy with the hue of it purple yeah. purple's my favorite color shout out grand butt Woo. it was our favorite color oh, too man. damn um fuck this is gonna be so sick yeah we are gonna get the fuck I'm just dude I've been building this up in my head so much I just wanted to be here Dude, you know I don't mean? think people realize, like, how different jujitsu is than, like, fucking karate. Because I took karate as a kid, and I think I, I got two belts in, like, four months. Holy shit. Yeah, there's no, like, test. You don't show up. Well, I, I don't know. I've seen some, like, jujitsu places on YouTube where it's like, show us an arm bar. Show, and then it's like, we've made the determination. You've been promoted. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've seen that on YouTube. Yeah. But not in, re in real life. It's like, uh, they're just watching you train, and they make the decision ahead of time and then you just show up and they kick the shit out of you for two hours yeah, yeah which is sick it's like I, I, this is my biggest fantasy in life like just going into a room and, and like challenging everyone in that room to a fight mm. like i can't I, this can't be any more on brand for me yeah <laughs> i would <Jackie> say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, they should give you your belt in line at wawa <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm earning it. That's where I'm <laughs> yeah. out there earning you gotta it. You got to get to the freezer to pull it out. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll fight my way to the freezer in a while. I'll pass the, uh, the meat station. 
I'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> order mine on a touch screen. <laughs> I'll get my own. I don't want them to go back there and get it for me. You ever come close to a fight in a store? Uh, I, I that's I've his come, default state. Yeah. What are you talking about? I've come close to defending someone <laughs> in a store before. How'd that go? It was like once once I, I mean I came I tried to uh, uh, basically de-escalate it. Okay. And. I was just on. I got must have come from a show. Like I was kind of hot, and I just uh-huh. said something funny, and like he just realized he was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and just like walked away. So it was like, "Put seriously, folks." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys from? Anybody from around here? <laughs> you two retards married? Cool. Yeah. Dude, it was something like that. Yeah. It was something. Just where two I made chuds buying blunts look like they were melting into the ground. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just a little. It was one of those situations where it was a skinny little guy. And it was a bigger guy, and the little guy was gonna not let the bigger guy walk away, and the bigger guy was like, "Fuck it, fine." Hmm. Damn, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, I don't want to see this. Were you defending the bigger guy? <laughs> I was stopping the fight. You're stopping the bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was just stopping the fight. I was like, I, I take no sides in those situations because I kind of want to see them both get fucked up. I'll only get involved if there's a side to take. Like, if, if I saw a little guy like not letting a l- bigger guy leave, I'd be like, "All right, I'll just let him fold that guy in half." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. If you're an instigator and it looks like you're about to get some comeuppance, yeah, I'll walk slower so I could watch. Yeah, I, I thought too. I think I might have. I think I might got sucked up in the little guy's projection, right? Because he he wasn't a guy that fights, hmm. and you could see that in him, and you could see he's a guy that constantly is threatening bigger guys. Hmm. And I think he he knows how to subconscious like somebody fucking break this up, and he hmm. it was. It hit me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hit me with that. Yeah, he subtle. went fishing. He caught you. Yeah, basically. And so I, he's just he's going around getting guys like you in fights everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he finds a dude with a hero fantasy. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> dude, we're not hard to spot, man. We out here. <laughs> he's constantly going, listen here. And then he scans the room for a black iron anime shirt. He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this guy uses the word vendetta to describe himself. <laughs> you see a lot of short guys though that uh, mouth off like that because their like their panic response kicks in and they think that they have to do that to avoid a fight when really they probably could just talk. Like they think like everyone taller than him is gonna take an unfair shot, so they gotta like stand their ground. Yeah, it's also it's easier for them to lose a social interaction. Like every time. Every time a little guy walks away from something, like there is no being the bigger man for a little guy. Damn, that's <laughs> fucked up. Dude. Don't say that. There's probably little guys listening right now. I mean, there are. I don't stand by what Sydney's saying right now. But they now. know what I mean. They know what I mean because like uh, it's it's hard to get to the point where you you can accept being the bigger man and that it's not a loss as a little guy. Like you, like being the bigger man is easy for you. You I walk I walk away man. from shit constantly. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's like a like, superpower. Man, I'm, they're lucky I walked away from that. Yeah. Right? So every time a little guy walks away, he's like, fuck, I'm lucky I walked away from that. And that's- well, uh, there's also been situations where I was able to get out of it without fighting where I would definitely would have gotten fucked up. And I'm like, thank God I didn't have to fight those four guys. Yeah. So I, it definitely works both ways. But I, I saw your son stand his ground. Yeah. And it was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen in my Can I talk <laughs> yeah, about it real quick? Absolutely. Dude, we were at a, uh, our families were all at a jiu-jitsu tournament. And jiu-jitsu tournaments are, I guess, a, a more common experience for people would be like a wrestling meet. Where it's like, you know, kids are being forced to compete physically against each other and possibly hurt each other. And for the most part, the parents 
uh, in jujitsu are a lo- they have a much healthier relationship with the competition that's happening. Yeah. Like just go on YouTube and look up fucking wrestling meet parents wiling out. It's the f- it's incredible. Uh, also, wrestling parents seem to be a lot fatter than Always jiu-jitsu fat. parents, it's right? It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, jiu-jitsu has they hot all, moms. They, dude, <laughs> <laughs> dude re- wrestling parents are, are just all compacted feces and <laughs> wranglers. Every every wrestling dad acts like a monkey that's going through a clinical trial. <laughs> <laughs> so jiu-jitsu is a lot more chill. Everyone's cool. Everyone's trying to uh, just, I don't know. It seems like everyone's trying to have the same good time. I like it. Yeah. But uh, there was one little kid that was acting like a piece of shit. And Sid's boy was uh, much smaller than this kid. And I was the closest adult. And the only thing I saw was uh, one of them shoved the other one. And I'm thinking it was the bigger kid. And Sid's boy was like, he did that thing where he like planted his feet on the ground. And he was like, I'm not scared of you in the kid's (laughs) face. And before I could even like get over to like, boys, 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 boys the the bigger kid froze up like he seized up it was yeah. so fucking sick and he was like significantly bigger and older like i don't know if it would i don't know if he even would have won against sid's kid because he's yeah. kind of a fucking animal mm-hmm. but this kid n- knew like the math was in his favor he's like i could fuck this little kid up dude this is nothing yeah. and it still fucking shook him to his core yeah. it was so sick i fucking I, I, my, my it, god it's in our genes man we we, we go like in that that's so I tell Finn because he he does have, he wants to fight a bully so bad, mm. <laughs> like he I he just does and now dude it's like, and I worry so what I worry about because like uh, like he hangs out with your sons now, mm-hmm. and your sons are he's a sweet kid your yeah. sons are sweet kids yeah but I'm like do they all want to fight a bully you know like what are they go- like it was like I was I was thankful that your kid wasn't there at that time too because like what. Oh, just that, a little bit of convincing. Do you know what I mean? A yeah. little bit of energy, a little bit of confidence. You know, yeah. yeah, that would have pushed, yeah. pushed it. Yeah, like my son feels like very, you know, uh, like his boys. Do you know what I mean? He would have had his boys with him. Mm-hmm. That would have been insane. That's so funny. That would have been insane. That's so funny because ben, ben is not like those two. Ben yeah. wants to let a bully know that what he's doing hurts people. Yes. <laughs> and yes. He, wants the, he wants the kid to acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but, Finn, but Finn, that's what I'm saying. So that would have been an even more... Because Finn doesn't let his friends get bullied. So the the other mm. big time that he's has stood up, he stood up for a kid that was being bullied at one of those get air places, those trampoline places. Oh yeah, he, he has perfect one bullying ground, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, can you imagine how much fucking height you can get on like jump kicking somebody? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Yeah. I would not intervene if I saw Finn popping off at a kid there. I'd be like, you know, I gotta see how this plays out. Let Finn get some fucking height on him. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every fight there is a world star fight, <laughs> <laughs> and out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Plain don't start playing, night. dude. Do not start playing like that. All right, I gotta get up early tomorrow. I got half of a bottle of Essentia water in my your body. P- right your now. pH is just popped off right now, and you're playing. Get some of that in me, man. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it would be great to be like, uh, Sid, just so you know, your son moonsaulted another boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's one incident from when you were kids that you still think about that you wish you fucked somebody up when you walked away? Oh, every single one of them. I was such a pussy when Same. I was a kid. I was I was an insecure pussy. And then as I got older, I was a secure pussy. Yeah. I, the, all, all the ones that I've had to walk away from, I was outnumbered. Mm. And... It was one of those situations where I'm like, uh, you know, because I'm 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 different in, in the black community. So what do you mean? 
<laughs> like it's uh like I'm not because I'm not I'm not nerdy, you know. And I come, I always have a debatable, but go ahead, keep going. Well, I mean, but that, that's the thing. I, I feel like uh, I'm in this position where I feel like white people think black people will find me nerdy, but you don't necessarily find me nerdy. And black people are white, like it goes both ways. Like white people think black people are going to find me nerdy. I was going to say, nerdy. you have black people think white people are going to find me nerdy. You have, you have serious anime black guy energy about you. I do. But without any of like the drawbacks. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's confusing. I, I, yeah. I, I understand. You should that definitely confusing. have dragons on button up shirts. Dude, I have a <laughs> tattoo of a dragon on my back. That's normal. That's yeah, cool, right? dude. It's like, I mean, that could be NFL player. You know what I mean? Yeah. That goes either way. That's not necessarily anime black. Yeah. And I'm not, so I'm one, I'm one of these these weird conundrums because I'm not necessarily an intimidating person, but I kind of have this air of like, he, I think he could fuck me up, you know, but it's like, I your directness is for sure intimidating. Yeah. But it's, I think people think it is, but it's not like you're not physically imposing. Exactly. You don't throw your weight around. Exactly. But when people get a little glimpse, they're like, Ooh, what, yeah, yeah, what yeah, am yeah, I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also think that the opportunity for glimpses are, aren't there in social environments. So people typically think that, they think that I, it's an act for me, like I'm like I'm being like the the distracting little guy, like hey, like I'm tough. Look how tough I am, or look how confident sure, I, can I can be see in that. this situation. The, nobody thinks that I've earned the level of confidence that I have in in life. Yeah, I think uh, I think wow, that's a pretty good self assessment. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. You do, it's people challenge me all the time though. It's like 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 Ansley would tell you, I get in situations and people are constantly looking to to prove to me that I'm not what I think I am. Oh, uh, okay. You know whether I mean? whether by words or actions. Yeah. Sure. So, and it's always the same type of person. It's always the person that's like they want to be more in in a group than, than they really are and they work really hard and they don't feel like and they feel like I just showed up and usurped all their hard work. Yeah, I feel like the kind of person that has a problem with you has uh, an unearned self-image that they've never examined. Yes. And then they get a glimpse of you who I very clearly has examined the self-image. You can see that. Those other people can't see that. Because they think that I just figured out a better trick than they've figured out. Well, I still feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. But I mean it in a healthy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're a unique fella. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. It's hard to look at me and know that I've walked through the fire. Wow, you know, it's wow. like because I because I was like, damn, when, cause you're just writing like, all your friends' Facebook posts about you <laughs> yeah, when you die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I was just a weird, I was a weird kid. Like when I walked through the fire, I was like, fuck, that was fun. Let's do that again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like that's so I I enjoyed every part of it. So I didn't come out like really scarred by the like I definitely enhanced from it, but not like. You know that was tough. I'm not dark. I'm not dark because of it. True. Yeah. So it's uh, it's confusing. I feel like you're you're a guy who, if you were a little bit worse at making decisions, you would definitely be dead. Hell yeah. You you would not be Hell alive. Yeah. You don't ride motorcycles, do you? I Ansley wouldn't let me. All right. Like good. she put the foot down. She saw that Damn. trajectory. Like I was about to get a motorcycle. I, I, geez, if you was... had a motorcycle, you would 100% have skinny braids and small sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, uh, there's a guy who lives in my mom's town that looks just like me. Like she ha- herself has one up to him to be like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were my son. And like, you know, people have like when we go to Kanchaka, like people come up to his name is Mim. What? Is that yeah, short yeah, for co- something? Yeah, Coats, I, don't, I have no clue. Mimic. Yeah, all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, all I know is these dudes living the life I, I want to live. Because in the in the times that people have come up to me, I've, I've found out that he does have some sort of braids. Because people are like, oh, you cut your hair, man? Like, nah. Didn't, didn't oh, man. Like, <laughs> and uh, he he does drive. He rides motorcycles. Wow. Yeah, he's living my best life. Damn, dude. Yeah. You should kill him and take it. The whole life. I, I can't locate him. I've tried. I've like I, we, me and Ansley tried dude, to try. Dude, what if it him. is actually you and you're not? <laughs> damn. Yeah. I, he only I comes out that. at night. Um, I haven't been able to catch him while I'm awake. <laughs> I would, I would, I would love that. I would love to have like a blacker alter ego, <laughs> <laughs> like Urkel and Stefan. <laughs> Your alter Negro. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna put you in fucking timeout. Like, you're playing like that, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's my comic book, <laughs> Alter Negro. <laughs> oh man, holy shit! That'd be sick. Did you you ever catch eyes with somebody who looks exactly like you, and you both recognize that like we're pretty much the same person? I, I've not 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 with a, a a physical doppelganger, but I've I've met my like you're. Dude, we're living the same life. You know, you've matched like, auras with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You read auras pretty well, I bet. I think so. Yeah, and I think the person that I, I matched with was also a similar aura. You have like a physical response to vibes. I think I've seen that happen yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. I try, and that, that's that's another thing that I. So, I think people can typically recognize that that is the case with me. But when you grow up, when you grow up fighting the way that I did, you kind of get used to that. Because you're reading auras all the time, and there's a there's a genuineness to, to combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're just reading pheromones. This isn't pseudoscience. That's all it dude. is. That's all it that's is. All it is. I'm out there living the life. So people know that I can do that, and I think, or, or they, they, they can tell that I can read people, but I think there's something about my persona that makes people think that I'm also judging them with the information that I'm getting. How could you not? You know what I mean? They see you so far up there, and then that that's like the first honest look at the, they have themselves in a long time. And they're like, "How could he not look down on me?" That's what that's what I'm assuming. Well, yeah. So here's here's why here's why I don't. You can't because you lose like everything that you can tell that I can do. I lose it the moment I judge a person. Like wow. you, you can't because it stop yeah, it stagnates dude. and you're no longer observing. You're now trying to like facilitate your own narrative. Sure. Right. So it's like you 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 lose the sight, and You've it's like I don't want your soul. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? I don't want to lose the sight. Like I love, I love this shit. You Damn. know what I mean? Like because it's like it's what I use for sports. It's, it's what so I use fucking for, healthy. Yeah. That well, I mean, that keeps you fucking in check. Otherwise, you'd use your powers for evil. Yeah. So, man, this is crazy. This is uh, this this podcast is is like touching on exactly my life, what I'm working on, like with the, the, the microdosing experiment. Yeah, it's all, it's all yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I've always been so concerned that I'm, I'm, I'm that close to evil and I like it and it's enticing mm-hmm. and it's fun and it seems easier at times. And I'm always so close to it that I have to make sure that I'm not... Get, like I would be much further in my career if I knew that I wasn't going to go up to New York City and like fuck every chick that was interested. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? But now yeah. I can. But for a long time, I I knew I wasn't. Wow. All right. You know. Way to brag. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I mostly go to New York to uh, miss trains and get diarrhea. But yeah, that's neat too, dude. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah. I go up to New York City to prove that I cannot fuck ch- fuck chicks. It's like, yeah, so I can do it. I can fucking do it. No, I, I, I think people are coming around to this idea that, like, evil isn't real, and it's mostly just, like, people making poor decisions and misusing either a power or an opportunity that they have. Yeah. In the, in the so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's not 
evil isn't the opposite of what you are. Evil is like a misstep for someone one like misstep. you. It's for sure. One misstep. So I'm named after I'm named after my uncle. And I think this was always something that it's in the back of my mind. My uncle, uh, you know, Sydney Argant, same first, middle, last. Like, I mean, our, our name's trash. Like, he's ruined it for both of us, right? He's stolen my social security number and, like, racked up debt and shit. But he's he's a con artist. And he, when I was a kid, he was also, he tried out pimping for a while. Damn. And he got, he, he was the pimp of a woman who overdosed under his watch. He was and asleep at the wheel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he, he sounds like more yeah. of a con artiste, dude. He did everything. <laughs> you name it, he did it. Yeah, and that was uh that that stuck with me because I, I found her body. Jesus. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Did he have his license taken away after that one? <laughs> his pimp and license, dude. That was his first strike. Get a hand in his pimp hand and badge. <laughs> You only get two strikes for pimping. It's uh, front hand and back hand. <laughs> You're a loose pussy cannon. <laughs> Your purple suit is writing checks this department can't cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, so yeah, so I'm like, I'm always like, I'm always trying to make sure I'm not becoming. Something like that, mm. and it's like us having the same name, and, and and that happening as a little kid, it was like, it was it was jarring, right. like that. I think that 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 event might have jarred me out of like that Disney filter and into like that gritty cinema verite. Pulled the rug out, dude. Yeah, the innocence dude, was, was gone. Yeah, it was it was it was interesting. You found a, yeah. a busted hoe and couldn't. <laughs> 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 I think there's something wrong with your hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle me? Yeah. <laughs> Your hoe is unresponsive. <laughs> Tapping her cheeks. Like, what is... She always is foamy? <laughs> you got to pay her five bucks uh, to do mouth to mouth. For the girlfriend yeah. experience. <laughs> the dead girlfriend experience. <laughs> Sorry about her. Dying. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's funny because like Ansley and I have like been through these. I've never like joked publicly, you know, but it's like you can't. Like that's one of those situations that you can't not. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you re- recover that in your in your main in your brain, because otherwise you're just gonna live a sad life. It's like, mm-hmm. what the, like oh, I, you gotta joke about everything. Yeah, you got to. You really you got have to. to, man. It's like life is con- like, or or you're gonna be challenged, mm-hmm. like because life is gonna constantly show you that you need a sense of humor. Yeah, you know, it's uh. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, it'll it'll come back and it'll be like a, a scratch on a record. You know what I mean? It'll be like a, a skip, and you'll yeah. you'll be you'll have a deficiency where you can't handle something, and then that leads to like a misstep, a mistake, and now you're the fucking evil guy because you didn't like the way a thing felt. Yeah. So when I um when I found her, like I, I came home right away. I was like, this is like yeah, you kind of know. How old, wait, how old are you exactly? So it was. <sighs> I, I couldn't have been older than five or six. God damn. Wow. Yeah, that's really young. Like, based on where, where we lived at the time. Now, did you have an understanding of the nature of her relationship with your uncle? Uh, not at that time. I really more knew her from her friendship with my mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, she was, she, so this, this lady was one of these people where if she didn't grow up in that environment and you know, had like a built in learning disability from her environment. Yeah. Like she was gorgeous. So she would, she should have, she should have not been there. She, sh- like somebody should have, like the way that they do in my town with athletes, like somebody should have been like, you're just, you're going to get ruined here. Mm. 
you know, people are, and you're, you're, you, you get this weird built-in approval system where, you know, like, especially when you stand out because you want to be accepted by all these people that are like, you think you're better because you, you know. Now, are you saying where you're from or black people? I'm saying both, right? Because uh, I'm from black people. <laughs> so it's, it's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Fair so point. Small uh, town in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where they make black people, dude. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, yeah, it's, you know, so it's, it's, it's t- like she was never going to, you know, she was never going to get out of that situation alive. You're not, or she was going to have like a really good story later on where she was like this beautiful woman that like. You kind of don't want to. Yeah, fuck. you either <laughs> you, know, <it's> like, <laughs> you either tour like uh, speaking engagements in high schools or you die. Yeah, sure. Yeah, basically. Damn. And it was so. Wait, was she a friend of your mom's uh, growing up? Yeah. Well, see, she was she was younger than my mom, and my mom was someone who was really popular in my town for being like this undefeated street fighter. Hell yeah! And she was like also like Dude. really she was also pretty herself, mm-hmm. but she she was just you know. She she did eventually get addicted to drugs and we had to like separate as a family and stuff. But she she just said she had a, a different constitution. Like she wasn't going to be anybody's hoe. I guarantee you that. Damn, this you, is you genetic, I mean? dude. Yeah, your yeah, bloodline yeah, yeah, yeah. is fucking strong, dude. My my mom loves fighting so much that she creates bullies in the moment to fight them. That's definitely dangerous. Yeah, that's like good guys making. Yeah, again, no, 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 no one's whoa, whoa, evil. Whoa. My, my, well, my mom is. Like, like my, my, my mom, she will tell me, because, again, like, you, later on in life, she realizes, like, the things that she did over time. Like, she missed out on, like, being, like, a UFC fighter. Like, she knows that. She missed out on being, like, a boxer because she didn't have the proper direction. Like, combat is in her blood. So she looks back on what she did with what she considers to be her gifts. And she feels like she spent most of it being a bully and wishing and, like, doing things that she wished she hadn't done. Is she that, is she that self-reflective or is that your perception? She's she's that self reflective, but it's like, but she's also like a like an old grizzled fighter, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So she's coming, she's she's she does not have that self awareness or self reflection in any other aspect of her life, like she's still constantly making bad decisions, like she's you know, but when she looks back on what she did with you know her fighting and and uh, what what she could do with fighting, she just feels like she was just too much of a bully. So mm. it's like, yeah, it sounds like things could have been way worse. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just like, my, like again, my mom was like, she was just, she was smart. She wait. Was, so who's who's responsible for the way you turned out then? I think a combination of uh, like growing up with my mom and the reputation of my dad. Okay. Right, because my dad wasn't around to raise me, but my dad was like, so my dad was like a Golden Gloves boxer in the army. Mm-hmm. He was also kind of like nobody fucked with him. And anytime you heard anything about my dad, or like I would meet somebody that knew my dad, the first thing they would say is like the hardest working man I've ever met in my life. Nobody works harder than your dad. Mm. So it's like I had this, like, you know, when you're trying to cobble together your own parenting. So it was like. Yeah, it's crazy. You, like, open sourced your parents. I did. You just snagged bits and (laughs) pieces, and here you are. Dude, you're like a a self-designed robot. It's crazy. Yeah, I would say so. You're just picking pieces off the assembly line, throwing chips in there, see what this one does. You you did a great job. Thank you. I really think so. I I picked a lot of the good shit. Hell yeah! You know, like I was uh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad. And then like, there's like, there's like micro evolutions where it's like, what doesn't work gets weeded out. The yes, next generation, yes. the next iteration, you, you improve, and you, but then that's just growth. Yeah. But you did it from such a disadvantage that I think it's like remarkable. Yeah, I mean it, it is, but I, I, I think about that a lot too because I, I just think I was always going to be the person, a person that 
would do something like that. Well, that's like self-actualization. Yeah. Like you made that decision early on and yeah. uh, it somehow stuck with it. Well, some people aren't even aware of the distinction that can be made there. Some people end up just like you just you you, you had a combination of just genetics. And uh, I mean, I, it must be something in your brain. Yeah, I think I always say like I mutated into it. Yeah. You know, like my it's crazy because my mom is like it's weird because I'm like my mom's dyslexic, mm-hmm. but she is a ridiculous artist. And like what she can do with like decorations and colors and space, it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's mind blowing. Hmm. Like it's like how, why, why do you you can't why can't you read good? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it makes no sense. And then she has a twin brother. My mom has a twin brother, and he's like dyslexic and owns his own construction business and is like a landlord with apartments and builds shit. Hell yeah! And he cannot read whatsoever. It's not important. Apparently not. It's definitely not, dude. You know? So it's uh. Yeah, the, the it, shit that you were told was important when you were a kid is almost universally unimportant. Yeah, and I had a, I got to see that early. Yeah, that's that's your edge, yeah, dude. Yeah, you yeah, fucking saw it, through. Yeah. Damn, that's 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 what I was lucky about. Damn. Because like my again, my mom would be a person that would like fight at work. Like she would until I was so I'm, I'm 39 now. Until I was 36, three years ago, my mom never had a job longer than a year. And when she had a, a job for a year for the first time. We had a big dinner for her. That's cool. Yeah, and it was like because it was it was it was huge. She gets like it, it was at the eight month mark, fired for fighting, like every single time, fired for fighting, and she kept getting hired. Where it's like you can always do in this world, like nothing, like mm-hmm. no, you can't fuck up so bad. Society's like no more, right. You know, it's yeah. like yeah, it's like people need registered nurses apparently. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. So I, yeah. So every time she made a mistake, though, it seems like you were able to like compartmentalize it. Like, nope, not doing that. Yeah, and so mom, so my mom was also very, uh, like, a confidence trainer, mm-hmm. you know. And she was also she didn't want anybody to have a right to to criticize her life. So she was always overemphasizing what I do is me. It does not reflect you or what you are capable of in this world. Every time. Like, this constantly, you know, like, you are better than me. You are better than me. And then I would achieve something, and it'd be like, oh, you think you're better than everybody else. (laughs) So it was, you know, it was like that. I had that constantly in my house, like, nonstop, like, those two things back and forth. Damn. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy because it it sounds a lot like you had a I mean, just the hyper awareness you had of that growing up or, or was this something that you had to reflect on later and sort it all out, like untangling fucking Nintendo controllers? I, well, I, I might've been a little bit of both, but I think I was, un, I was sorting it, maybe not purposely sorting it, but you know, your sense of humor sorts that shit because it's like, well, that's ridiculous, mm. you know? And it's like, it's, that's, and you start to see all this, you're like, my mom is fucking insane. Yeah. You know, you see it pretty early on and it's like, Holy shit! It does not matter if you're insane. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be okay. (laughs) Basically, like, how can you not be? Sure. If like she's constantly okay, and then I have all of these advantages and gifts, like, how can I not constantly be okay? Damn. That would be insane if I wasn't. It would. I would have to actively try to not be okay, to not be okay. That's a beautiful way of putting it. That I love it. That's you have. The winningest mindset of any man I've ever met. So, with that said, 
I want to paint a picture. So you're five years old. You've just found a hooker dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's get back to the story. Yeah. So I noticed it was like, it was like right away. That was, it, it doesn't even look like a human being anymore. Right. It looks like a, like a taxidermy thing, hmm. you know? And it, it was like hot. It was summer. There was weird smells. This uncle, was it your mom's brother? Yes. My mom's brother. It was your mom's brother. And he was pimping out a friend of hers. He was pimping out someone that wanted to be my mom's friend. So that's what I was trying oh, to say. Oh, that's earlier. where I wanted to get to. Yeah, so what I was saying, because my mom was kind of like a popular woman in our town. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it was common for like young young ladies who wanted to be pretty fighters to like like apprentice under my mom. I don't even know what they were. You sure. know what I mean? Like they'd be hanging out a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, and like yeah. they listened to my mom talk shit and she'd like hold court. The good yeah. ones threw hands. The bad ones got wrapped up with your uncle. Basically, dude, she was the sorting hat. Yeah, she was the black lady sorting hat. Yeah, but so my uncle wasn't really allowed around. Uh, who my, you? The, no, my uncle wasn't allowed around. My mom didn't prefer him to be around because like, anytime sure. he would come around, like he would he steal from her. He robbed her house before, mm-hmm. like completely empty. Like we came, like he he was uh, not staying with us yet. He was coming to stay with us. Called up, set it up. He was going to come stay with us for like a few days. The story was turning into like a few weeks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we were out grocery shopping, came home, all of our stuff was gone. And like my mom, she's dramatic. She's like laying on this empty. You ever leave she's a calling like, card? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You've been visiting. <laughs> <laughs> Almost technically, yes, right? <laughs> so my mom's like throws herself on the floor. She's screaming, crying. And then my uncle comes running into she didn't shut the door. He comes running into the door. He's like, Who who robbed you? Who, I heard you got robbed. Like it was like we just found out. Mm. Like even as a kid, yeah. it was like he robbed us. Wow. Like it was like, holy fuck, he robbed us. So it was it was uh he my mom didn't really prefer him to he to be around. So he like he latched on to her like outside of interaction with my mom do you know what i mean but it was just such a small yeah. it was just such a small uh community where it's like the like one in four women were of that age group wanted to be my mom's best friend dude doesn't you know? it like astonish you that your mom wasn't even worse just with like the the fucking baggage of the people that were like trying to attach themselves to her yeah but she constantly and this is another thing that i wish that i realized was worthwhile to have for my mom but she was always able to keep herself above it all yeah I'm, you know? I'm, that's what i'm saying is like astonishing yeah it is astonishing because she also is very prone to be in the muck mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so she can be above it all unless she's causing it sure yeah so yeah it, i get that so that was, it was it was just it was just weird so you don't know you don't know what that is. You you convince yourself as a kid that it's it's like some sort of arrogance, because it doesn't it doesn't seem to constantly lead to favorable results. Because like she is above it all, but then she's like always causing it all. So like that's that's all right. So you can't be above it all. You got to be amongst the people. You 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 know, which is what I believe to be the case. She never got out of the muck, dude. Yeah, I mean, I I, this, I tried my hardest to be in the muck. Oh yeah, yeah. The muck just keeps spitting me the fuck out, dude. The muck doesn't want me. I was man. gonna say, man, you're dude, I look pure. like a narc for the muck. Yeah, you're, it's repelling. <laughs> you know, it's like it's funny because like I'm friends with all these comedians and stuff who love the bus chops and make fun of people, but it takes a long time for like my comedian friends to feel comfortable 
making fun of me. Like, and really, like, giving it to me the way they give it to each other. Because it's like, like I think people find me to be this, like, person who, like, really respects himself. I don't want to... You have this rare... You are one of the few comedians that are actually confident. I think at the basis of all this, like, any any one of us can be torn down with two de- detractive statements. Yeah. Yeah. People that have... Uh, people that are faking it act like you. Yeah. So dude. they can't make... You can't make fun of them yeah. because it's catastrophic. Yeah. It's it, like it's a fight. You have to fight each other. Like, you, yeah, yeah. I, see, I also feel like you know, like the secret, right? If you want, if you want something, you can't, you can't want it too badly because you push it away. Mm-hmm. It's like when I see people making fun of each other, I'm like, oh, okay, I can do, okay, do me, do me, do yeah, me. You yeah, know what right. I'm like? And I'm, I get, ex- I, I want it so badly. I feel like I put off a, a like an uncomfortable vibe to do it. With, no, it's just know? because your confidence put, puts people off in that situation okay. for sure. Okay, I mean, because I'm always trying to. You know, you got to figure out how it's you. Like, I know you can take it. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. you take it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, oh, dude, I mean, just, just starting to train jiu-jitsu with you a year and change ago was just a revelation for me because we were never close in comedy. Yeah. We were always um, cordial, but, like, we never spent any quality time together. And, yeah. dude, now our families are tight, and it's, yeah, been, yeah. it's been a real fucking joy. I fucking love it. Isn't it great? It's awesome. And, uh, man, without that, I wouldn't know how fucking sick you are. Um, and I wouldn't have, uh, had the joy of, of, uh, just being around you so much, but, um, I, so yeah, I know that you're ready to fucking chop it up, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I could definitely see like, uh, uh, you, are and I'm not insulting any of like our peers or friends here, but like the type of personalities that are drawn to, let's say open mic comedy. Yeah. They're not going to read you the accurately and they're going to yeah. see someone who, uh, even if you dish it out, they they could see like if I make fun of you back, it's it's gonna shatter this like fragile self image. Yeah. When it's because they've only dealt with people that were faking what you actually have. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll speak t- to two points to that. Like, because uh, I, I gotta say, Tommy Pope, he I, he makes fun of me mm-hmm. so well, and it's almost like. He like when he does it, like he's looking around, like nobody else is going to take these fucking jokes. Well, Tommy's a like, reader. Out, yeah. yeah, yeah, Tommy's probably good. Yeah. These are out here, you know. And he's just like, so I, I'm always, and that's like, I fuck, like I love bumping into him. Mm-hmm. I just love being around him because it's like, yeah, this is now I get to hear the good jokes about me. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's like because it's fun. It, comedy seems like it, it was created to be like a rite of passage for that shit. Like that's how we show each other we love each other. Well, that's nobody's true. making yeah. fun of me, so what does that mean? Oh Nobody man! Like, you so you know? feel like you missed out on a lot of that? I feel like, well, I'm I miss out. Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm not missing now that I'm hanging out with like you guys. Yeah, like it's I'm definitely getting it more. Oh, right, and it's like it's good. It's like funny shit, and it's like yeah, they're paying, they're seeing me, and like, you know, like I, cause I have insecurities, like and I know you fucking see that. Like yeah, yeah, let's 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 do this. Yeah. So it's uh, but then to to the other point, like with the um. Like some of the comedians that would have a, had trouble reading me, and they were trying to project a certain narrative on me. Like w- the reason why it was tough for me, and it was hard for me to like step out of the muck. Like that was like to me, like that was the muck pushing me away because I wanted so badly for these people who like I didn't necessarily even respect the way that they did things, but I just wanted them to not see me as like this intimidating, like ca- ca- like arrogant. I just wanted it so badly that I I felt like I was just creating it all over the place. Mm. You know, mm. it was just like it just wasn't working out. Well, how do you feel now that you've you've stepped in it and we're constantly just calling you a fucking dumb pussy? <laughs> yeah, dude. <it's> like, <laughs> Refreshed. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because up up until up until like I really started hanging with you guys recently, like the only person that was making fun of me was Ansley. Mm, that sucks. 
Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I mean like, it doesn't suck. I, dude, the it's limitation, great. the limitation of it sucked. You know what I mean? Because it's like, but we, well, we were, we've had a, we have a blast with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we, it's fun. we make fun of each other, and then like your your eyes just like drift to like an open window, and you look up at the moon, <laughs> and you're like out there. Yeah. My my comedian friends are fucking making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> Which they, I know they are, because it's like, because that's how. You know, like when when somebody's in the room with us, like comedians, and like like maybe they're like more famous than everybody. They just come and like make us all uncomfortable real quick mm. and leave. We instantly start making fun of them. You yeah. know, so I know people are making fun uh, of me. It's like, dude, just let me let me hear them. You know yeah. what I mean? Let me like know like somehow. That's not affectionate though. Yeah, it, but still, it's like, probably this is... funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's probably good. It's Sydney, probably Sydney. Please know that now that I'm aware that you're hanging out with dead hookers, <laughs> I will be sure to make fun of you from here on out. I appreciate that. And back to your point about your uncle coming in and trying to pretend like he trying to pretend like what was apparent wasn't really happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. that said, with the robbery, did he ever try to propose to you that you and he would weekend at Bernie's that hoe? <laughs> Like bring her to parties and shit. <laughs> you, you do the electric slide with her. <laughs> Making her suck someone's dick in a car. You're both in the backseat moving her head. <laughs> One of you has to make the sound effects like you're hurt when she gets punched in the face. <laughs> you, all three of you are standing outside of a car that's speeding away. You're like, you son of you fucking dick. <laughs> You gotta lead her into the passenger side window. <laughs> You're making her box a cop. <laughs> I'm not fucking getting in there. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I get to see my uncle. He made her fight a cop. Like I, I'm five. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what hookers are supposed to do, uncle. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! Back to the promotions, though, dude. Yeah, this is what it's all been leading up to. Yeah, like so we we've been spent, we've been, dude the past year and a, a couple months we've we've fucking grown together, dude. Yeah, I, I feel so fucking tight with you. It's so sick. Yeah, 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 dude. I, so one of one of the things I'm really proud of is uh, when so I, when when Shane first moved to Philadelphia, he moved to the Conshohocken, mm-hmm. and so we were driving into the city every day. And for like a year and a half, so we, we got pretty close. And then when he was starting to move, when he wanted to move, he didn't really know anybody. And he was like, you know, was like asking about people and what, what these people are like and everything. And, and I felt like I did a very good job of, you know, genuinely, despite believing, because like I had so many uh, of the comedians that didn't like me. So despite believing that like all of you guys didn't like me, I felt like I did a very good job of making sure Shane was directed in the direction of mm. you guys. It was just like, dude, these other people are fucking losers. Trust me. You know, it was like, dude. They're like the shadow ghosts from yeah. Ghost. Dude, it was like, yeah, 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 basically. Watch out for them. Basically, yeah. so, so like when he was moving in with, um, when he was moving in with Six, he was like, what, what, what's, what's Six like? And it was like, at the time, it was like, he's, he's really funny off stage, way funnier off stage than he is on stage. Living with you is definitely going to make him a better comedian. Some people get annoyed with him because he's like a little bit of a name dropper, right? It's like, but I love the guy. He's a loyal friend, you know. So it's like, and uh, when I when I told him about uh, Butterly, it was like, I don't I don't think he likes me, but uh, one day he's going to love me. Oh, yeah. Very like, I was wow, like, dude. Because I I thought that you, I, and again, I always think when somebody doesn't like me, and I heard you on stage mention like bullies one time. Like he must think that I'm like the fucking bullies and shit. Like I'm not. 
But once he finds out that I'm not, like, I know. Like, I knew of, of the, so, like, the, uh, if I put you in a group of, like, like uh, Rainey, Pope, McKeever, you, like, the Delco proper guys, I was like, I, I, I think he's the one that likes me. Like, I, he doesn't know sure. it, but, like, he likes me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a boy, yeah, super, yeah. I mean, you nailed it. Yeah, I was, like, I always had a hard time uh, reading Rainey. Mm-hmm. You know, and like listening to the uh, the the podcast and hearing that you had a wigger pass, mm-hmm. it's like because there's none of that. There's no there's like I don't almost give off no. That at all. I think and you're joking around. Okay. Yeah, but then you're like, I feel like your your day to day presentation, like you, your psych knowledge, give it away, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you you got this like professional like white silver fox thing going oh, on. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's like. I, I'm so happy you used to be a wigger. Oh, thanks, man. No, yeah. I, honestly, a lot of it, I, I had so many different phases and throughout far into adulthood, too, just because I had so little idea of, of who I actually was. Yeah. And such little confidence, and I never had, like, an identity-forming experience as a kid. Everything was just, I was protected from a lot. I wasn't encouraged to do anything. So it was me just being at the whim of what the people allow me would people around me would allow me to do mm-hmm. and then also formed by what I consume through TV and music. So there were so many different phases and I think every kid goes through a lot of phases, but I think my phases lasted far into adulthood. Yeah. And it was hard for me to, to form like genuine bonds with people just because I feel like in so many cases I was just trying to be what they wanted me to be. Yeah. And hopefully now that's, you know, people don't see that. Because now, like, if I don't like something I'll, or like somebody, it's just I won't even spend time with them or, or give them anything. Although one thing I regretted, and it happened a month ago at Shane's show. I was out, in t- out, into the, uh, out by the bar, and this fucking dickhead came up to talk to me in six. And just total, right off the bat, just name dropping. I was saying he played for the, for the Rangers. He played for the Kings. His neighbor was fucking the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is in the course of like a 45-second conversation. And typically, like, I don't let people dominate my time like that. But, like, I was standing there listening to it. And even as I'm listening to it, like, why am I doing this? But then Six saved the day and, the day and pawned him off on Shaner, saying, yo, Shaner, this guy played for fucking Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Shaner loves hockey, so he bought right into it. But Yeah, I, I always, I at least, at the very least, I always thought that about you. Like, looking at, especially on, on Facebook, I always felt like you do a good job of not, like, entertaining horseshit, hmm. you know? Where it's like I I almost can't. It's, it's like if if there's some something of a fight that that I, it seems like I could be backing down from, mm-hmm. like my instinct is to f- go through this. Yeah, you know, and it's it's mm-hmm. like uh, so it's like I love red hot chili peppers, dude. <laughs> Tell me more about it. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. So like the phrase like doesn't suffer fools gladly. Mm-hmm. It's like I gladly suffer fools. Like that's always been my. Achilles, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to stop that. Right You're gonna outsuffer me, dude. Tell yeah. me more. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks because, like, I'm like I'm engaging with people who are clearly fucking retarded. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? And, and I'm and I'm trying to engage with them as if they're oh, this, they're not retarded. They're just hurt, you know. And I'm just like, like this is you know. Let me just still give them something rational. And it's like they're no, no, they're insulting me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we don't have to do that. <laughs> you know, it's like, let's yeah. not insult each other. And then there's one more assault. It's like, all right, gloves are off. Like, now I'm going to do what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, now we're fighting. So it's, uh, yeah, I got to stop doing that shit. Man, I don't, I, I can't even read. I, I have the social awareness of like a ferret that got stuck under the couch. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> 
there's a scary world outside. I, I'm studying. I'm studying it for sure. Yeah. I told you I started by practicing smiling in the car. I feel like that was like still the first doing step. That? Yeah. I mean, it's good. You know, you get a workout. You don't, you don't want to get rusty. So I'm learning how to read social situations better, hopefully. Because mm-hmm. I'll get stuck just listening to someone go off. And I'm like, cool, man. Hey, that's what's yeah. up. Like, I want them to feel good. And they just... They don't give a shit about me. That's Yeah, it's a hard one to break out of. And I think when you get to a point where you just have to hammer home that time is the most valuable commodity that anybody has. And when somebody is complaining about their fucking car or some shit like that, then it's like, all right, you clearly don't respect my time. And I'm just a pair of ears to you right now. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you just when those situations arise, it's important just to fucking walk away. I feel like I can help, though. Like, I don't know. Why, you go to start. Yeah, I'm good at mechanical shit and figuring shit out. So when people start complaining about something, the part of my brain kicks in where I'm like, if this was me, I would fix it. So I try to help them. I show them how they could fix a situation themselves. And I'm getting the feeling that there's a good segment of people that just aren't interested in in taking care of anything. Like there there are people who enjoy complaining more than they enjoy the relief of like digging themselves out of a problem. Without a doubt, I, I've been that for a long time too, man. I've done that a fucking ton. Well, we heard it. We heard a, I there was a dog in the um, the Facebook group today, the butcher shop. Mm-hmm. Join it, Facebook group for Dad Meat Podcast um, shop. S H O P P E. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta spell it fancy. It's not a big deal. But um, this Great dude was AD. like, oh, I forget, I forget who it was because I recognize <laughs> the name. Um, so I'm I'm not purposely not shouting you out, but uh, he was like. Uh, I'm trying to lift up my dogs and like some of them just want to stay stuck in the dirt in the dirt. And I compared it to like when you're trying to pick up a toddler, like a toddler, you need them to like put their arms up and reach for you so that you can grab them the right way so that you don't hurt them. And that you can actually get like, if a kid just goes limp and like falls down, like they're going to start crying and stuff like that. You're going to have a hard time getting them off the ground. And I think people are like that. Like don't waste your time trying to lift up people who are going to disrespect the effort you're putting into them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that's that's what happens when you tell people, like you said, you like you are trained to fix the situation. So when they tell you that thing and you start telling them how to fix it, they immediately go limp. Yeah. And then as soon as you stop trying to fix it, they stand back up and like start complaining again. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I don't know, man. It was uh, I. That depresses me so much because I I that's that's how if I became. If I slipped into that pattern of behavior, I'd feel like that was the end, like I was lost. So it's like, well, then what do you do for someone in that situation? And it's like nothing, dude. You got to worry about your – like you can't backslide to meet someone halfway when they're not trying to catch up to you. And one of the hardest things in life to do is to abandon relationships that are beneficial to you because there's a weird thing. You know, sometimes you'll be – spend a lot of time around somebody and you will like being with them even though they clearly don't add the value – that you might add to their life mm-hmm. life. Um, I feel like I've gone through that a lot in the past, uh, probably 10 years or so, just like jettisoning people who were just dr- people that I, you know, not that I was fucking killing it forever, but like, yeah. you know, people that I would clearly, you know, wouldn't cause problems in their life. Like they would cause for me and having to get rid of those kind of people and not only, like, just causing me problems, but people who you know, like, anytime you got around, they would just complain about shit. Yeah. Like, complaining is fucking poison. Either mm. fix it or just resign yourself to the fact that you can't do anything about it and keep it moving. Yeah, I was 
talking to a friend about this just just today. Uh, the Felicia who came with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you met her. Uh, oh, I, mean, I, I think so. you were shitting, but yeah. Yeah, there was yeah. a. It's like I I I I can't be around men that are complaining. It's like, a real fucking bitch move. It is. It is. It is so disheartening. And there's something in me again, like you know, being a person who's who's uh, like combat bred. Mm-hmm. When I see a man complaining, my brain is like vulnerability. Get him. Like I swear to God, like I just I want. To put my hands on him. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I can't help it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just the honest way that I feel. It's like, what the fuck? I just want to, I want to shut. It's like, I'm now I'm like a fucking monkey in a clinical trial. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, how do you shut this thing up? It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is a very triggering thing for me. So then when I hear men complaining about other men, like people, mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, what the fuck? That's a whole new level. Yeah. Now we're like, what the fuck? Like, it's one thing to complain about all the, the shit that you don't do to better your life. Mm-hmm. But then when you start complaining, like, trying to uh, create this framework where it's all these other people doing stuff to you, you know? It's like, w- stop it. Yep. Like, stop that. Like, just at the very least, stop that and then watch how much better your life gets. Mm-hmm. It's instant. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, it's it's like a... A snap of the finger trick. Yeah. Where one of the things that you can do, one, just fucking stop complaining about shit. Get around people who will build you up. And if you set fucking goals, are supportive of your fucking goals. And then another thing is just fucking do shit. Yeah. Like, think about what you're complaining about. And just be like, all right, well, what the fuck can I do to fix this? Rather than fucking complain about it like a fucking bitch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's really that fucking simple. Like, stop fucking complaining. If there's a problem, figure it out. Yeah, I, I don't like uh, complaining. This gets back to the uh, uh, Mary Jo, uh, the, the time that she criticized me for not like yelling about stuff. Like mm-hmm. she thought I was too chill. And uh, another shout out to my fucking best bub, Fritz. But he pointed out the, uh, the old adage, like bend like a reed in the wind. So, like, when I would get all fucked up when we worked together and I would get all jammed up about, like, coworkers or clients or stuff like that, he'd be like, why? What are you doing? Right. Like, he, he gave me this talk that you guys are talking about, and that straightened me out. And then having kids on top of that, like, that was, like, it gave me super vision into, like, oh, I don't give a shit about any of these relationships. I've got mm-hmm. real things that I care about, and it's definitely nothing involving employment ever. Like that's like if you have a job, that's just a way for you to fund like the shit you care about. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, don't let your boys get jammed up about work. Um, don't let them get jammed up about shit that it's not going to enrich their lives. And uh, you know, tear down the system, throw a trash can through a bank window. <laughs> and, it, and it is okay to recognize like when you're being a fucking bitch, because I think everybody has it in them to be a bitch at some point. <clears throat> but then. To be able to move forward, you have to be able to make that recognition. Like, all right, right now, I'm being a fucking straight-up bitch. Yeah. And I need to either make a decision and move forward or just recognize that the situation is unresolvable and I have nothing to do, no choice, but to just keep moving, doing other things. Raising my raising my son has really helped me start applying that sort of thing in my own life in a, in a hyper way because, you know, kids get frustrated and they cry when they're trying to do things. And yeah. they, can't, they can't do it. They get frustrated, and then that frustration starts to mount into tears, and they don't. So 
I let that develop or I let the frustration develop. Like sometimes Finn doesn't cry. He just like has intense frustration on his face and you can see it. He's letting the frustration get to him. And that's when I always go up to him and I say, how is it solving this problem right now? Is it easy? Mm-hmm. Like, no. I'm like, well, what are the major problems right now with solving this problem? He's like, I'm really frustrated. It's like, let's solve that problem first. Yeah, my family gets frustrated with me. Well, not frustrated with me, but like that is a, a behavior that I'm instilling in them. Like, I'm like, dude, find the first, th- break your big problem down into tiny problems. Find the first one and fucking run into it as fast as you can. Yeah. And then I, uh, my favorite line with uh, my daughter is when when she, she doesn't really get upset about problems anymore. She's act- I think it's actually working. But cool. when she would run into a, an issue and get frustrated and start to, like, I could sense that she was getting frustrated and maybe about to cry. Um, she'd bring it to me and ask for help. And I'd be like, okay, well, have you tried crying about it first? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. let's waste a ton of time up front by crying. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, she gets my sense of humor, so it's not like I'm being a fucking monster to her. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, she's she's fucking quick now. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't, even, I didn't even thought to go back and re- reevaluate the uh, results of the fucking methods I use, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. Put like, your kids I, on yeah. a fucking tight program. <clears throat> you know, and that, and that's, again, that's probably why our kids get along. They have like such a similar, like they're coming through like a very similar parenting style where it's like their parents are not, uh, like none of our kids, their parents are not just like hoping they figure it out. Dude, mm-hmm. you how, know? Many, how many kids do we have combined? Three each. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot nine, of fun. Yeah. Nine kids? <laughs> nine kids. Dude, a strong seed for a good generation mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I'll give us that. Then they fucking, they create these little fucking circles of influence, right? Yeah. That's what, oh, dude, that's what we're doing with the fucking cast. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that, uh, we got them everywhere. They're, dude, the, the circle of influence grows. The circles start fucking bumping into each other. Suddenly, everyone's fucking tight. You know what I mean? No one's a fucking dude, dickhead. That yeah. is no fucking joke. Let's I go. mean, we, the messages we get as the weeks go by are fucking heartwarming and fucking empowering. Like, there was one dog that uh, hit me up this week, uh, Randy from Minnesota. Shout out to you. We just, throughout the course of an Instagram conversation, we both talked about how we would both like to get in better shape. Mm-hmm. And within a couple messages, we were just like, all right, well, why don't we hold each other accountable to go to the gym three times a week? Yeah. And it was that simple. That's it. That simple, and it was done. All because of the sense of community and accountability that we found in each other through doing this. Yeah. And I think that's... That just states, like, the importance. You're capable of doing any fucking thing by yourself. You know, you're more than capable of solving any problem by yourself. However, I think when you surround yourself with people who are going to pick you up and people who you can hear their voices in your head when you're not doing something that you're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. it's just going to be the extra incentive for you to just go out and do what the fuck you're supposed to do. So you can either talk about it or just at least feel good about yourself. There's a, there's, a, there's a distinction I want to make right there. So you're saying, like, you can fix anything yourself. You can rely on yourself for anything, right? Yeah. But when you create that, like, that dog community around yourself and your boys do it, that's the difference between being stretched to your fucking limit and constantly just recovering from disasters and then suddenly you're making progress because you've got this, like, buffer of determination and solutions around you. True. It's so fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, so I never realized the importance of all that stuff because I was always such a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, uh, you know, like the sport that I excelled in was track. You know, it's yeah. not a, it's, it's a sport where your team can win a, a championship together, but it is by no means a team sport. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I had I've always had to find my own way because even a lot of times in the community that I was in. So real quick. So Pottstown had this really unique system where they would like pull people 
for athletes and like groom them for sports and they would be training but like as a kid i could go hop in any of those training mm-hmm. you know like just walking down and like they'd be training in this church field they'd let me come in and practice the only rule was you couldn't quit once you once you stepped on the field you were there until the day was over okay you know so i did that a lot you know and it was uh it was but it was still a very isolated thing because you know, they weren't expecting me to show up. Mm-hmm. I would show up because I loved it. And then I would leave and they would all go do team shit because mm. I wasn't part of any of the teams. I was just training with them. Yeah. You know, so I was I always had this very isolated. Sits at the edge of the field. Like, you guys want to see a dead hooker? <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. No, all right. No, I was just going to go check it out. All right. You guys have fun. <laughs> Tomorrow, same time, possible. Dead hooker? No? Okay. Jesus, Gant, how'd you get so strong? <laughs> Picking up hookers out of the bathtub. <laughs> Just curling them and squatting them. <laughs> but yeah, so I was I was just used to doing it myself, like figuring out how to do it myself. And then when you, you come to something like comedy, it's like, you, you can't do it yourself. You need help. And I've, I've just recently got to a point where I've, I've have friends where I trust that they know me well enough that if I ask them for something, it's not because I take them for granted. I'm not trying to use them. You know, it, it's I have all these insecurities that go along. Like this, it's funny because like uh, the Ansley and I, we do uh, two Jack Bros podcasts. Mm-hmm. What we do, so uh, we were it's something we're about to be talking about, like asking for help. It's like a big theme, and it's uh, like I'm just now, just now, kind of starting to even put the idea of asking for help. It's out hard there. It's fucking. It, it sometimes it can make you fucking sick to have to ask people to do shit. Yeah, yeah, and along the lines of like accountability, I want to do a shout out to Andy Pace. Yeah, he's the best, who, dude. Permanent shout out, Andy. Yeah, because he's holding he's holding uh, myself. You know who is like you know the 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 front runner of the Two Jack Bros podcast because like Ansley has like a full time job, so I'm doing all the shit. Yeah, she's better at jujitsu, so yeah, 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 maybe yeah, it's a little bit more even than you think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We actually wanted to have her on the night. She couldn't make it, so we had to settle for Sid. I was, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, she, she was a little bummed. Because I, I, I told her eventually they're going to have you on. I was like, wait, 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 real quick. We, we did actually discuss having her on, but we didn't want to have you on together. We wanted to have yeah, her yeah, on by yeah. herself. Like, that's what I was told her. But would she do that? Because I don't want her to jeopardize her job while and out with us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, uh, but yeah, she, she, yeah, she thought she was going to be first. That's all. Really? Yeah, I, I like t- that she I, I thought that. I said that. I said they'll probably have you on. I when you when you when you guys were first starting out, and you were like talking yeah. about the list of people you guys wanted to. And, oh, yeah, you know, they'll, <laughs> they'll like, have us both on. She's ahead. like, I don't know. He's like, uh, they'll probably have you on first. No one wants to follow a killer. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, dude, we're building up to Angela. Get the fuck the out of here. The dude. two yeah. of you are actually in the first email that we exchanged about possible guests. Yeah, dude, she's a fucking weirdo, and it, it, she's she's a really interesting character. Like when when I met her. I was like, there is, this is the, one of the funniest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she fucking rules, and there's no way I was thinking about having her on with you at the same time. Yeah. Was, she's getting the fucking spotlight. That's sick. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that's just going to be great for the Two Jack Bros podcast. <laughs> you probably should have had her first. <laughs> 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 that's what I was, that, that's what I was thinking, because she is. No way, she's got a real job. She's better at jujitsu, Dude, come on, you're the fucking, super you're compelling. opening for Anthony. <laughs> yeah, she's like. She just as a like when you, on paper it's like what the fuck is this? Yeah, you know it's like she's a she's a really compelling person. I'm I, I feel very fortunate that I get to spend every day of my life with this woman. Oh, that's, that's so fucking sweet. awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. Twenty years and just you know. Is she gonna beat the fuck out of you tomorrow? Yeah. So I'm asking her to to catch me late. I wanna I wanna. So my my whole thing is I wanna be dragged to the darkness as soon as possible, and it's probably gonna happen uh, sooner than I, th- I thought because I because I, I hurt my knee last Saturday. I haven't been able to train all week, so my mm. stamina is gonna be shot. So I'm probably gonna get in the I blew out waters. both elbows. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Seriously. yeah. It's about to go down. So I'm I'm excited. So she's gonna. I mean, she knows she knows the dark place that I want to feel myself go to, and she's she's. I'm gonna puke with. Uh, I'm guaranteed puking. I I I mean I would like I I don't I want to I want it to happen I want I want I, I want, feel I feel like giddy with exci- like yeah. anticipation right now it feels like I'm gonna fucking beat up Santa Claus tomorrow yeah I, I, I well uh, I, I understand why you're up why you're nervous about that because Santa Claus is a black belt God damn it Mike <laughs> he is a, oh what's, man. what's the fucking playing where is, already where is he where is he right now Do you see how where much is he fucking he right plays now? this is what I got to deal with every yeah. week him playing this much unbelievable dude yeah that's fucking wild yeah so I've I've been just like hitting people up. Tell him, like, listen, if you can, break me. Dude. See what you let's see what you got. I wish I could roll over and come to your side and fuck you up too. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you? They're I'm gonna they're gonna want us to uh so uh, the big way it works is that they're gonna put us in like defensive positions. Like they're gonna stick us on the ground with someone just holding us down or like yeah. someone like just fucking side controlling us, just shoulders in our chins mm-hmm. holding us down. It's gonna be yeah. m- ugly and miserable. And uh I can't fucking wait. Yeah, dude. I wanna I, I wanna I want to I want to get to a point where I regret asking people to break me. Oh, you will. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? You're going to feel I, that. And I you're going to be doing jumping jacks yeah. before you start. Like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is it always this hard to breathe? <laughs> yeah. That, that, I want to I push through that for like an hour. That's yeah. my, my fantasy. So, you, uh, wait. I think we interrupted your shout out of Andy. Oh, fuck yeah. Andrew, again, he's, he's really helping hold uh, two Jack Bros accountable. Because, again, I don't like... I, I'm uncomfortable asking people mm. for anything, even for, like when people are traditionally when people have been expressing that they are fans of my work, mm-hmm. right? I felt like I was like, yeah, but I'm not a person to be a fan of yet. And so I, I previously I I pushed everyone away, yeah. you know, for for because I don't don't do don't waste my don't waste your time on me right now, like I'm not the guy right now. I will be. I'll come find you. Give me your name and number. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so, yeah. but now that's a fallacy, though, dude. It is. Well, it, you, those types of people are what make you something. Like you, you need to be receptive of fanhood. Yeah, especially you. Yeah, well, and that's because you're you, you being so fucking uh, confident yet weirdly arrogant and humble. You're gonna be like, no, I'll know when I'm ready. Yeah, and you're never gonna think you're ready. <laughs> no, no, and that's and that's and that's what I'm trying again. Like my friend, my friend Felicia, who's here uh, waiting out there, she because she's she's having a similar issue, and like this is something that we've been kind of helping each other deal with. But I, I do, I, and realizing that you can be delusional and thinking that you're greater than you are, but you can also be delusional and thinking that you're not as good as you are. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's so I'm trying to I'm trying to break out of that, and. You know, but it, and it's like, or not see reasons to be like, see, I was right, I right, yeah, wasn't yeah. ready. So you know, like I, when I started the, uh, like you know, Andy, like he really helped me get the, the the fan page for Two Jack Bros started, and like it gets traffic, but like not nearly the same level as uh, the butcher shop, right? But not that I'm comparing. Like you see that, and it's like you're immediately happy. But I'm finally in a place now where I see, I can see that, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And I'm like, oh, we'll build slow. You know, we'll figure it out. We got to figure out what we're. Yeah, doing you're not with this. doing anything wrong, and I yeah. think 
one one of the biggest things that stands out about your podcast is that it's unique, and I think that's that's the telltale sign of something that has the potential to become successful and have mass appeal is that it stands out. And one thing that I think I think is a good um, a good element that both of our podcasts share is that it's relatable. Yeah, and you you could feel that Tim and I are genuine, and when you listen to you and Angela, you could you could instantly feel the affection that you have for one another. Yeah, and I think again, like a, a similarity, it's like you, I feel like you can listen to these podcasts and like tell that like this person is making this one confident and this one's making this mm-hmm. one. Co- it's mm-hmm. like a constant back and forth where it is like you know, Anthony and I are constantly building each other up. Even yeah. when we're making fun of each other on the podcast, it's in this way where like we're building each other yeah. up, you know. Yeah. And it's and and I it's good that there are podcasts out there looking because what I, what I like about you guys is is how you even like you express that. You know, like I'm always, I was always a little, I'm always worried about like, yo, know, they're going to find me too cheesy. Cause I am, I'm, I'm cheesy as fuck. Like I care about seeing people do well. That shit means mm-hmm. so much to me. Yeah. Like see, like, like the, I, like the idea of like when I see our, our teammates lose in a competition, like what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, you know, like why, how can I help them? Like what, like what, what, what did I not prepare them for? Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's. And that that comes through loud and clear, and I think the perfect example of that was the other night. One of our teammates at Jiu-Jitsu got promoted, and Sydney, I heard your voice more often than anybody else's encouraging him. Oh, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, dude, I just, like, black. I get hype. <laughs> I'm a very do, intense yeah. hype dude. And, and, that's, and, again, it's, like, again, the environment that we're in with Jiu-Jitsu, but even outside of that environment, like, I was always, like, really insecure about, like, letting, like, the true nature of myself like mm-hmm. come out around people yeah. because it's it's fucking intense you know it is yeah. and like so matt like matt mccusker is always a person that got my full intensity <laughs> you know because he's a weirdo mm-hmm. so it's like you know like he gets it and then like when i met shane it was like fuck there are people that are not worried about this yeah you know and it was which was cool again like and then shane like start getting in with you guys and it was like hey they're the type that don't worry about that either. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I didn't know that. You know, it's yeah. like, and yeah, yeah. and it, I mean, it's cool to realize this as I think, I don't, I don't know if something just happens subconsciously that you gravitate toward people that embody those qualities, but then also you, there's times where you, you are conscious of that happening, so you, you might align yourself more with them. Yeah, well, see, I, I feel like I previously I subconsciously align myself with people who would be more likely to try to do harm to me, hmm. and. I, th- I think it's just one of the I don't know what it is like like I went to like Lafayette College is a great school I'm glad I went to that college because that's where I met Anzi and I wouldn't have what I have in this life without that like she she is I, I mean you, you guys I've, I've been confident my whole entire life like when I when I met Anzi it was like fuck this is dangerous she makes me feel like I can do anything you know and Dude, I almost forgot what I was talking about. I almost start crying about that. <laughs> just like, ahead, like, just like, you can cry if you, you want know, to. Dude, yeah. it's, it's, I was just at a, I was just at a point, man. It, it was, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it just gets annoying, you know, because it's like, you, 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 you know that you're a little bit different, right? And but you're as a kid, you're like, people are like, be different, be unique, and it's like, okay, you're telling me I'm that, but why are you guys not liking me? 
you know what I mean? I do, yeah. And it's like that's like a really confusing thing. That was just an easy with. thing to write into the children's shows when we were a kid. It's a lot harder to practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently, and it's like it's it's, and they never told that side of it. Yeah, like they never. So I had to explain to like constantly explain to my son like, dude, you are a white kid with a black dad. Mm. It's not normal. It's not hear, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. But <laughs> it's you, the reality. If you listen to the last episode of Two Jack Bros, you will know that I do not support that shit. Yeah, I, I <laughs> it's like, do not support it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's like you, you know, you have to remind, like, dude, it's like because people are going to tell you when you're young, like, it's good to be unique, and then you're going to get to this age when you're a little bit older, when like, uh, people, the competition for fitting in is a little stronger. You yeah. know, it's not it's not that strong when you're a little kid. Cause like it's like everybody includes everybody, and then when people start breaking up into little groups and stuff as you get older, it's harder to find your thing, mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot more competitive. So like being unique can can make you hesitate to even try. True. You know, it's like they're just gonna hate me. Mm-hmm. Like that group hated me. You know, like that mm-hmm. group. So again, a lot of the confidence came from like not like I'm not gonna it's like I'm not gonna be hated. Like, my mom fights everyone she knows. That's so sick. And people love her. <laughs> it's like, I'm that, not. That's probably why she keeps getting rehired. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why they keep putting championship belts on her. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably getting a patient's face. Like, I swear to God, I'll dip this fucking halo if you don't walk out of this fucking room. Her resume just says, these hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I, uh, I do want to. Um, I have to piss and I want to switch over to the Patreon I in a take minute. Shit too, man. But, uh,. We we're, we're trying to embrace this fucking uniqueness, and we we do we are going out of our way to like reaffirm the things that we're saying each other, and it's I don't think it'll always have to be that way, but I do think right now up front, what we're trying to do is establish like a baseline of like comfort, of ex- at, at least acknowledging that you have these thoughts and feelings, and we you know e- expressing them to your friends and about your friends and and um, doing that for them, I think are all just like eventually it's going to be like second nature. And we're just pulling the Band-Aid off right now. So um, yeah. we did get one rude comment of me about me saying that I was feeling good too much. And uh, honestly, yeah, that guy can bitch. fuck yeah. himself. I hope he fucking... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I I understand. I do think it was rude for you to uh, kind of shit on that kind of thing. But no, I mean, no, it's fine. No, um, I, I get it. But like, like I said, um, it's it's catching on with uh, the, the dogs so quickly that I, I think that they're going to spread it and uh then like i said it'll just be part of the language that we're already using and it's not going to stand out so much and um you know it's not going to feel so fucking gay like people aren't gonna people aren't gonna reach out to me like yo man i'm sorry this sounds gay but it's like dude don't worry about it sounding gay yeah sound gay dude i don't give a fuck we're all fucking i'm fucking gay yeah Yeah. i'm a gay retard one of one one of our one of our fucking guys uh shout out to a ty brandley called us uh life coaches for an army of gay retards yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We're already yeah. ordered, already ordered my headstone. Yeah, because you <laughs> can't you can't life coach for people that aren't a version of you. That's a good point. We're all like we're all yeah. fucking life coaching each other. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I mentioned, yeah. that guy hit me up, and because of this, because of fucking Randy hitting me up, I'm going to the gym three times a week. Hell yeah. We're all fucking getting each other through this and building each other up, and it's fucking legit. Like if you fucking hit any of us up on fucking Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We're going to communicate, and something positive is going to come out of our communication. 
Yeah. You're going to make us feel good, and hopefully we can do something to enrich your life and it's add productive. value to that. Yes. Yeah. On, yeah. The, on, that, on that note, uh, shout out fucking Caleb from Indiana, dude. He fucking saw that I wanted to start a Twitch channel, and he mailed me a webcam. Oh, yeah. He's oh, like, yeah, I'm not using awesome. it. He sent it to me. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to shout him out on Twitter if anyone wants to follow him. Uh, so follow me at Tim Butterly. Um, also, yo, shout out fucking Aaron Dietro, a fucking dog that I grew up with in Harrogate. And uh, he's got this fucking sick candle company called Uncle Ron's, Uncle Ron's Candles. Um, and they are fucking so sick. And he made a funny joke about making a dad meat uh, sponsored Ooh, or a dad meat flavored candle. Um, he fucking honored us just by even suggesting it. But it's uh, got to be farts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, actually. Oh, my God. Dude, actually, an idea. Yeah, that Aaron, I, we're making a fucking fart candle. Aaron, please it. make that happen, man, because it's always been a dream of mine. I, this is actually a fantasy I've had where. I would fart into mason jars and put the cap on real quick and then maybe like on New Year's Eve or Christmas Reminisce Eve, on it. go downstairs and just open them up and see if I can oh, if I can be transported yes. back into that time yeah, period yeah. where I released that fart. Ah, Arby's diarrhea. <laughs> Dude, Finn is getting – he loves he loves leaving fart bombs in the car. Welcome Fuck to yeah. the club, Finn. Dude, Dude he out. loves it. He's a and man. Like, he, so my favorite part is when you get back into the car with him. In one of in one of his fart bombs, and he just looks at you with his side smile, like waiting yeah. for you to like embrace it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, that is one of the gifts of parenthood. Like when when your kids think the same shit is funny. Yeah, it's like all right, cool. Oh, We're, dude, I can't wait to show Ben Jackass. <laughs> I yeah, I said that earlier today on Twitter. But like, dude, can you imagine watch like I can't imagine watching Jackass with my son for the first time. And it's just like it seems like a fantasy. Like, wow, yeah. that's gonna be the fucking best. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully he likes it. Oh, he yeah, my, my first thing was Looney Tunes because that, like that's it was basically they babysat me, mm-hmm. you know, through my whole entire childhood. Yeah. And so I had when I have uh, Finn watching, and it was the one where Daffy Duck is also a superhero. His stupor, stupor duck. I always liked when Bugs Bunny dressed up like a dead hooker. <laughs> 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 what you did. What you did. <laughs> Yo, last shout out to um, Chris Tucker and fucking Myrtle for corroborating my goddamn Ripley's Believe It or Not haunted house story. Oh, cool. He sent me a couple pictures. I might see if I could post them. Um, he confirmed that there was a Beetlejuice out front and that they used to get fucking wasted and fuck with people when they worked there in high school. Oh, that's cool. So fucking funny. I talked to him about it for a while. Um, that was sick. Thanks again, uh, Chris Tucker. Um, Let me give two quick shout outs before we go. Uh, sure, I got this. Uh, Nathaniel and then Forrest from Charlotte for just some very kind messages this week. But, uh, all right, yeah, we're going to uh, head over to the Patreon now. So oh, I appreciate yeah. you guys listening. And fucking at least a dollar a month, you can get on the Patreon fund. And uh, shit, the kid's going to be on for that one, too. Can you stick Hell around? Yeah, yeah I'm ready right, to get fuck loose. Yeah, we're going oh, over yeah, there. I apologize if I can get loose enough on this one, but listen to the Patreon. It's about to get loose. Yeah, we'll talk about, <laughs> we'll talk about more hookers that Sydney yeah. found. <laughs> all right, later. All right. Yo, by the way, Matt McCusker just walked in. He's going to be on the Patreon, too. All right, later. <laughs>